This week for episode 103 of the Odd Data Podcast, I've got a guest. For the first time, I've, I have a guest on the show that I'm not related to. It's my surprise MFR brother, Mike Jolitz. And man, I don't care who you are when you start talking to me, the, the conversation just goes wild. It was, it was all over the place. It was a lot of fun. Um, well, I'll warn you ahead that we probably have a lot more toilet humor than I would normally do myself, but that's just what happens when you got another guy on there. We do our best to get through the news and all of that, but of course, with two guys who'd cover this sort of stuff on our show every week, it, it, we, we get derailed pretty well. <laughs> But the big reason I got Mike on here this week is for this week's recommended listening feature, a show he's much more familiar with. It's Afterburn 739. Evening on podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello, and welcome to the Odetta Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. And fuck, I'm throwing everything to hell this week, because holy shit, I have a guest. <laughs> and this is the part where Mike starts talking, because I don't give a shit about that what's it you can't talk until you're introduced rule. But I have Mike Jolitz from the Mike Jolitz Show on with me this week. Hey, Adam, how you doing? <laughs> You're stealing my lines already. God damn it. <laughs> I'm our, uh, minus kids being rowdy as shit and, and trying to disrupt the flow of show. I'm doing all right. <laughs> oh, the chi is all messed up, isn't it? Yes. Yes. They're, they're, they're crashing my, my, <laughs> <laughs> your vibe. They're harshing my vibe, man. There you go. <laughs> Man, you're totally wrecking my mellow, dude. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. I'm mellow. <laughs> Compared to me, you are, yeah. That's See, that's the thing that I, I, I think that's the big difference between when you hear people like on their show and when you hear them outside, because I'm probably way more chill outside of the show than I am on the show and i think it probably goes to my like the news and the kind of the point like me here is me being really riled up i guess it's it's funny for me because like i hear my primary interaction with you especially is through the show <laughs> it's, it's listening to your show and right. um, we and we chat online here and there and all that stuff you know with you know with with our surprise motherfuckers uh group but it's it's interesting hearing the the difference between people and not even like we're faking it but the difference between like kind of the on mic character and the how far away is the on mic character from who you are outside yeah for me it 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 always comes down to on the show i try to always be fun and light and silly and that's not really my life <laughs> so if you heard me on the show and then heard me at home you'd be like he barely swears on his show, but at home, <laughs> different story. Yeah, whereas I'm the exact opposite. I swear way, I think I get it all out on the show because I try not to swear in front of my kids. <laughs> right. 
I can't say the same for my wife, but I try not to swear in front of the kids. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. What's the other show's name again that you guys do? Uh, Mom and Dad Cuss a Little. That's right. We haven't done a show since November because um, essentially my wife is going back to school to, she wants to be a librarian, uh, kind of the base degree. Because turns out you have to have a master's to be a librarian, and there is no like undergrad degree for that. It's zero to master's. That's when you're a librarian. So the undergrad degree she's going for is actually uh, education, which is really kind of funny because she has zero interest in working with children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I fucking hate kids. It's like, I want to be a librarian because I can sit there and tell all the kids to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know why I had kids. I don't know why I kept them. It's like, I wanted cats. Why do we have four kids? Like, <laughs> As far as kids go with me in school, I would be like that guy standing on the roof in Scary Movie <laughs> when she busts out the door. Oh, I hate this. And the teacher's doing the same thing on top of the roof going, snot those kids. Fucking hate you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll jump. I'll jump. I will. <laughs> so... With all of our, our rambling about kids and, and just jumping into shit, maybe we should kind of introduce the people that don't know who you are. <laughs> oh, that's not Yay a bad formats. idea. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, formats and shit, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the normal? Not No. <laughs> Alrighty, so I am Mike Jolitz. I am the host and sole proprietor of the Mike Jolitz Show. Pretty clever, huh? <laughs> that sounds uh, like you make money or something. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Don't we wish. all? Yeah, exactly. It's a uh, podcaster's dream. Yeah, no, I, I I get on the show and I make fun of news. And I play some silly commercials that my friends have worked on. And I play some songs. Occasionally I have a guest, a comedian, actor, a producer, you know, whatever I can find. And uh, I just try to, as my Kiwi friend says, take the piss out of everything. That's what I do. Yep. <laughs> So right about here, my kids decided they wanted to storm the bedroom and just make all sorts of ruckus, which completely derailed our conversation while I tried to get everybody out of the room and quiet it down. Uh, what can I say? I'm, I'm home with my kids during the day. But while I've got you here, I do want to mention a little thing called two pods a day where every day throughout the month of April, and as I believe the third or fourth cycle of this now, you will be introduced to two new independent podcasts from all over of different styles, whether true crime, comedy, uh, conspiracy, news, lifestyle, all across the board, all independent shows, two new podcasts every day as Follow Two Pods a Day on Twitter, on Facebook, or go to twopodsaday.com. Check them out. I've, I've thoroughly support this, this program. It's, it's a lot of my friends have been a part of it in the past. It is a great way to really expand your, your listening. I guess it would be the best way to do it. I don't have scripts for stuff like this. I, I, I speak from in here, sorry, but it's, it's a great project. Just the idea of putting together and showcasing 
Two new podcasts every day for you to listen to. It's a big part of how I really push for my recommended listening segment. So check it out. Go to twopodsaday.com. Follow Two Pods a Day on Twitter and Instagram, incidentally. And check out some new shows. Uh, subscribe to them. Drop them some reviews if you really like them. But remember, twopodsaday.com. Two pods a day on Instagram and Twitter. Listen more. Listen indie. <laughs> ah, fuck. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I lost it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's like that's what drives me nuts when the boys come in and then I, like I, I lose my train of thought and that's probably that's why I, I that's why I do the show the way I do because it's all just like okay, pull the string go like yeah, wind right. up my brain and let it go. And if I have to stop, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I sit here for an hour and a half to, to do the show and that's it. <laughs> like that's my brain. Like that is a moment of my brain. And I always joke with everybody because like I'll have somebody comment on something I say during the show. And I don't remember that joke. <laughs> oh, I'm the same way. I was like, I was like, oh man, I was so, I was laughing so hard at that thing. I was like, what? <laughs> I always say my brain kind of goes control alt delete as soon as I push stop. <laughs> like, I'm the it's same a, way. It's an edge sketch. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. I don't retain the information that I said. I mean, and I have people that I work with that will sometimes listen to the show and. You know, they're laughing at the joke. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I remember what it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like that about when I do this, because the, at least my ability to completely erase what I did in my brain, because then I can go back and listen to myself and still laugh at my own joke. I'm like, Hey, that, that was funny. Good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't do a lot of repeat jokes. All I do is my, uh, my hello in various languages and Konnichiwa bitches. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't really repeat too much on my show. I, I wouldn't know if I repeat stuff. I have the memory of a goldfish for some things. Other things, you know, a little better. Yeah. So I, I have a question. Have you ever, uh, I know you kind of work in offices, but there's not generally people there. Have you ever been sitting next to someone while they listen to your show? It's the most awkward thing in the world because you don't know what they're laughing at because of the headphones. And you don't remember what you said because I'm there like, on the regular at work because some of my fellow coworkers listen, which is way cool, but it's awkward. No, like I've the, a couple of the guys from work and even actually, at least for a short time, one of my bosses actually listened to the show, but nobody listens. Almost nobody at work actually listens to podcasts. And even the guys that do listen to my show, listen uh, on YouTube, which is weird, but yeah, no, it's like listening to, my show no <laughs> like they never and they won't do it in my presence and half the time they end up getting like a cliff notes version of the show anyway because i'll just be chatting about whatever the hell bullshit that i cover while we're driving from job to job or whatever like that so <laughs> i was like oh, yeah it's like i never get that okay. like i'll get like sometimes i'll get somebody that'll like comment on something and i'll be like kind of like you did last week i'm like man the show just dropped and he's already like <laughs> like well, hell you know but yep. and i think I'm, i think i'm gonna turn that into like a regular thing on the show is just to like i'm gonna have a, a question of the day or a or something like that to force interaction damn it 
It's like, you will respond to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good thinking. That's good thinking. I, I, I never tried that because I didn't want to interact that much. <laughs> I love the people who listen to me. It's like, I don't really want to talk to you guys. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even that, uh, it's weird. It's a, it's a love hate relationship with just people who support podcasters because it's cool that you retweet or, you, you know, maybe you tell a friend about it or play my uh, promo on your show, but I, I, I'd rather have a listener <laughs> than a supporter, you know? And it, it's hard, it's yeah. hard to get. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I totally, and I, I totally get that. I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, I've got like 1600 uh, followers on Twitter and I get a lot of, you know, but even just the weekly retweets of the main uh, post don't, you know, there's more of those than there are of actual listeners. So I'm like, eh, you know, <laughs> you know, share, how about you tell your grandma to listen to me? You know, you didn't, you'll get your inheritance a lot faster. <laughs> yeah. She's deaf. She's blind. She doesn't know what, who she is anymore, but Hey, subscribe. Yeah, exactly. Just, hey grandma, hold on. I'm going to do this really quick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so, hey, and another thing I'd like to mention, obviously, is our is our surprise MF or brother, Chris the Mole Man. Yes, it's a fabulous show as well. Uh, just awesome. He's actually pulling your jackass of the week yep. on onto his little radio yep. show thing, right? And that's weird listening to myself and- on somebody else's show. <laughs> <laughs> right and you take grabbing yeah he's pulling news your news and, and splicing yeah. it all to hell yeah <laughs> so that's cool but we all support and listen to each other which is a step above some people but you know it's cool anyway support anyway we're all you know we support each other and we support all of our podcast friends very wholeheartedly and legitimately you know we chime in on each other's shows all the time and we share like just about anything coming from you or or chris or, you know, or Gareth or Daryl, like we all, you know, even the kind of honorary motherfuckers <laughs> that, <laughs> right? you know, that, uh, you know, we support each other so much and, and legit listen to each other. I mean, we don't make shit off of it. <laughs> no. You know, it's, we're not in this for the money or, you know, the, you know, we're all friends almost out of, uh, coincidence. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. like we happen to to live in close proximity still haven't met you assholes but i still you know but you know we're still you know we're friends out of that but you know we we support each other you know because that's the right thing to do and it, it you know plays up into that you know the hashtag nice guy adam the damn it i'm, I'm never gonna live that down but ever you know, no. <laughs> No, that's going to be like my Oprah. You get a car and you get a car. That's going to be, she's never going to live that down. I'm never going to live down. No, nice guy, Adam. And you're never going to live down. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. That's <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of not making money, I saw an actual tweet. Uh, somebody had followed me. So I, I always look at the page to see what they are, how many tweets they have and stuff. Yeah. You know, if it's some biological chemical warfare podcast, I'm not going to listen. I don't care. Not yeah. interested. But anyway, so I read up on these on this podcast. It's not even a new podcast. It's not even out yet. But they got their Patreon page up. Talk oh, about yeah. not making money. What the what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you're asking you're asking money and you haven't done shit. 
Yeah, I was like, I want to make money even though I haven't produced anything yet. I was like, I put, I put up a Patreon page like six months after starting the show. I hardly ever promoted it. I completely revamped the thing a couple of weeks ago, but I still don't promote the damn thing. And, you know, let's be honest, I don't have exactly the biggest audience and everybody like it's all podcasters what are we going to do we're all going to be giving each other the same fucking money back and forth and back and forth <laughs> so right. it's like you're going to give you're going to donate to me i'm going to give it back to you and you're going to like Fuck. <laughs> you know i i had fun just kind of putting the thing together and making the graphics for it <laughs> like okay. deciding i'm going to have a magical unicorn level on patreon why because unicorns <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny i like that i don't because so, I've got a I've got a picture of a unicorn and I've got a picture of a gold medal. Let's put them together. <laughs> yeah, I do not have a Patreon page. I will never ask for money. I don't even actually realistically want a sponsor. I want to do my silly, stupid commercials forever. I don't ever want to have to say, "Oh, but get these headphones." No, I don't want. To, I don't want to do that. I I, I don't yeah. feel it's a sellout. It just doesn't interest me to say the same thing over and over again about something. I'm just a paid shill for. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I won't do exactly. I mean, and especially with your show, I mean, like not to 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 speak ill of your show. I don't see anybody wanting to <laughs> pay you for your show. No, no, it's not going to happen. I don't see the sponsors clamoring at at your style of show, same as mine. I was like, who's going to sponsor me, really? It's like if I get a sponsor, it's going to be another podcaster saying you know that's going to be what i get it's because it's going to be a friend yeah it's like like i joked during episode 100 it's like i'll be sponsored by e-podcast productions like why because emily's a friend <laughs> sure exactly yeah like, like that's it yeah spunk is not going to call undercover cottoms none of these people are going to call i could talk about them ad nauseum they're never going to be want to be part of my thing yeah. that, that's fine i don't care <laughs> yeah so i go we sponsored by blind eye comics why because it's daryl <laughs> Exactly. He's coming out uh, in May. I can't wait. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I remember, I know he reached out to me even before saying like, Hey, when we come out, we need to, you know, get you and Chris and Mike and we all need to get together. Yeah. Cause I know you guys have all done that before. And it's like, I wasn't part of the group at the time. No. So no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's also bringing the wife. So it isn't just Daryl. Cindy's coming too. She's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's going to be, I would, I would love to sit in with them and do a smoke and mirrors. Because, you know, it's one of those things, I don't talk about it a lot here, but I'm like all into the paranormal stuff and all that weird shit. And I don't know, you've sent in stories to them and Chris has sent in stories to them, even if they don't mention you completely by name. It's like, I hear Chris and Mike send in a story. I was like, I know which Chris and Mike are sending in stories. That's kind of cool. <laughs> but, but it's like, I've, I've never sent stuff in, but I need to, cause I've got tons. I mean, yeah, hell, we were, uh, I was gonna do a paranormal show for a while and I realized like, A, we need, you know, content and B, we need the time to record. I was like, the last thing I need is, you know, to be doing two shows with my wife when I barely have time to do one. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> right. Well, and, and the, the bad thing is as much as, uh, I love Daryl's show and there's like one other paranormal show, but there's so many of them. Uh, so I listen to my friends who happen to do paranormal shows, but the, the, the amount of material out there is, yeah, it's kind of limited. So you're stuck with your own experiences or begging off of the people who are listening, you know, and that's, it, it, it's kind of, it's a niche market, but it's an overcrowded market in my mind. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, 
like a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of shows like you start seeing that in the true crime groups too. Yeah. Like they've just, it's like everybody's running the same stories. I'm like, why? Cause there's only so many dead people. Right, right, right. Which <laughs> sounds really bad, but there's only so many interesting dead people stories. And so you've got to like, everybody starts doing the same thing. And yeah, it's every, it's each individual hosts version of it, but it's still, you're doing the same thing. Right. And you've got to figure it out. You've got to, you got to make your own way. You got to find your own stories. Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part. And that's why, you know, I've, I've tinkered around with the idea of totally ripping off Twisted Philly. And because everything I do is now odd, <laughs> like I, I was tinkering around with odd Arizona. And even like, cause I know we've, uh, you know, talked about, you know, you and me and Chris doing something together. And I've like, Especially because Chris does kind of the conspiracy stuff and the weird stuff. Like, we could totally just do it. Let's do an Arizona-centric show about all the weird shit out here. Yeah. Because there's stories. There's so many stories. I'm like, yes, I'm ripping off Twisted Philly. Sorry, Dina. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it would work. But it also requires research and recording time and organizing of schedules and all these sort of things that I don't have. Right. And, and, you know, look at it like this. We already have Drift and Ramble, which is a fabulous podcast. I sound like a Trump there. Um, And they do a lot of Southwest stories. And they're just it's so well done. You know, they talk about the lore and the stories. And it's a it's a great show. And it does the kind of what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. And I don't, it did be impossible for us to do a show at that level. That show is that good. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, yeah, they're very well produced. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, no, nah. it's like, they, they put too much work into this. Like, I'm, I'm not keeping up with you guys. So it's like, I've listened to, to that a few times. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, they're like, y'all, I, I can't do this with, with, I mean, y'all are in the space. No, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. That's your thing. I'm, I'm just going to pack up my bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to move back east with uh, city folk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, for me, this is home. This is, you know, I, I was born out here. So for me, it's like, no, the Western stuff, that's, that's what I know. Yeah. You know, I remember when I lived in Texas, having to teach people about the lost Dutchman mine and all that stuff. And like, them not knowing that sort of stuff but like here that's just you know that's you learn that stuff in first grade <laughs> oh really well yeah yeah like, i remember we we had cowboy classes in third grade no bullshit well, and we learned all this and- like we were learning like cowboy history and and all of this crazy stuff when i was in third grade and i mean we you know we had you know spent an entire semester learning native american sign language and things like that when i was a kid you know, that's what school was like in Arizona, you know, back in the, in the early nineties. you know, now it's, you know, not so fabulous, but that was all before, you know, way before the major standardized testing stuff. And you the pacification of America. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I mean, nowadays standardized, te- I, I, I will stand by standardized testing and requiring, you know, you got to pass the standardized testing to move on in grades and all that's destroyed the education system completely. And then you end up with, you know, like we're dealing with right here, the red for ed stuff where, you know, teacher, like the school districts aren't getting funds. Like why? Cause your test scores suck. So they're not giving the schools money. Like, well, we don't have the, we can't teach well cause we don't have the money and we're, we're overworked and we're underpaid. And we're like, okay, there's a lot of back and forth here, but the, you know, ultimately I, it, goes back to the you're teaching to a test you're not actually teaching anymore like, right 
teachers don't teach anymore. They teach to a test. They teach you what they have to to get the money from the state and the federal government to yeah. keep operating. Yeah, and there's no critical thinking. No. That ended with that's, George Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Yep, that's... It's, Carlin is by far my favorite comedian ever. You know, probably it's probably probably the most influential in my particular, if you call what I do here, comedy. Uh, my particular comedy style is so Carlin influenced. Yeah, you know, I was twelve years old. My mom was telling me I I was that kind of a cynic already. Again, I was like eight years old listening to George Carlin, and so it's that's a whole other thing. Well, it's so weird. I mean, m- minus the language. He's, he was very cerebral. I mean, it wasn't just black and yeah. white. It was, this is the truth, not just your way or his way. It's like, holy shit, this guy's fucking smart. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's take a quick break from there. We rolled right through everything through this whole, this whole chat. So we're going to take a quick break for some Potter and Family promos, and we'll be right back with the news. Check out Who's Right with Doug and Anthony. We got it. <laughs> Just days before an SUV carrying a family of eight plummeted from a cliff in Northern California. <laughs> this is something I can rally around. You know, because I am anti-dead hooker. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> if, if I, I like my hookers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't want to edit this. If you want to edit this shit, then go ahead. But I there's just take out the shit that will get, will get me fired. If Whatever. I were to if I were to say that word, that, that would word. be what our podcast would be known for. We've been doing this for seventy episodes. That'd be it. Our our we are racist, and you would be dragged right down with me. We no, are. I would be there fighting the power, man. I would prove the critics wrong and and catch the jungle fever. From that logic, if you follow that out, I can make fun of. Of many handicapped people, all I want as long as I don't call them a certain word. Right. That's not. That's not the. <laughs> no. Right. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the lesson that I would teach my kids. <laughs> Just don't make fun of mentally handicapped people. <laughs> I think you pretty much got the gist of it. You're you're a shitbag. <laughs> <clears throat> Check out who's right at who's right podcast dot com. Hey everyone, I am Mike Jolitz from the Mike Jolitz Show, available on Spreaker.com and iTunes soon, I hope. I do a show where I mention some news items, celebrity stuff, stupid criminals, and just silly things I read on the interweb. Proud member of the Pottern family. All right, so let's jump right into the news. First up, woman puts fake parking tickets on her own car window so the police won't give her a real one. (laughs) Does that work? Apparently, at least to a certain degree. (laughs) Even if it doesn't work, it's like, oh, nope, well, we don't have to give this guy a ticket, but 
then again, I've seen those cases where a guy's got like five tickets on his car, so I don't know how well that's going to work. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, it's when you get, you know, you get pulled over and then, you know, you pull away and five minutes later you get pulled over by another cop on the same road. For the same offense. <laughs> for the same offense. Like, oh, you had a busted taillight and you get pulled over like around the corner for the same busted taillight by a different cop. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I, I don't think the, and I'm like, again, I've seen, especially for like, if it's like a no parking zone or an expired meter or something, I think they're just going to keep ticketing you because I think, you know, don't those things kind of go by a time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you've been and parked is- illegally for two days. <laughs> and it is income for the city or state. So, you know. Oh yeah. It's like, we're going to write you 15 tickets. Yeah. It's like, why? Because <laughs> you're here. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. Costa Rican inmates use trained cats to smuggle cell phones into prison. How? How the fuck do you train a cat? How do you, where do you hide a phone in a cat? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, do you want to know? There, yeah, you know. well, who, who gets the phone out? Oh, God, there's so many questions that are just gross. I know, this, like, I would. I didn't even think of that. I'm thinking of, you know, my, in my brain, I had like little cats in like, you know, in vests or some shit. You know? So it's carrier <laughs> pigeons or whatever. It's like, I got a cat with a vest with a cell phone in it. I don't know how they're going to discreetly sneak into the prison. You know, it's like, oh, you know, look, it's the, the vest cat. You know, we're not going to stop the vest cat. <laughs> We've got lots of, pr- <laughs> I, I understand prison cats. I get it. It's like, oh yeah, there's mice, especially in, you know, was it fucking Costa Rica? Fine. We got cats in prison because mice or whatever, but you're not going to notice the cat's got a cell phone strapped to him. Unless he's got a little mini fanny pack on or something. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but you're going to notice. How the hell? I, again, because my, my computer's being dumb right now and I can't pull up the details, but does, do the details really matter when we're talking about training cats? I think that's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the important part here. You trained cats. Good for you. Somebody get these guys a job. <laughs> that, that is that, amazing. That's your work release program right there. We're we're professional tr- cat trainers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's bigger than a cat whisperer, really. To be honest, yeah. oh, you can't whisper at cats; they'll just fucking smack you in the face. <laughs> exactly. But to train a cat, how? It's amazing. Uh, oh, I I have you seen this video? Uh, this chick uh, reenlisted in. I forget which branch, but she swore in with a dinosaur puppet on her hand and was like sitting there with the dinosaur puppet taking the oath. Really? (laughs) So apparently as soon as I guess the video went viral, I don't know. I don't follow viral videos. (laughs) I spend uh, almost everything I do on YouTube is like movie trailer related. Okay. But apparently this video went viral of this, this soldier doing her reenlisting and everything using a dino puppet. And as soon as word got back to their uh, superiors, she got relieved of command. <laughs> really? Yeah. I can see that happening to be honest. Yeah. Like, That's there's a, a mental issue going on there. Yeah. And even if it was just a gag, but like she got fired and then. The commander who was issuing the oath to her got demoted, and he, oh. I guess he promptly retired. And then the guy who filmed it got demoted. 
And we're like, oh, you guys are fucking dumb. Come on. Exactly. This is the military. Even if, like, you know, what's the most relaxed branch of the military? I don't know. The Coast Guard. (laughs) Coast Guard. Yeah, even if you're the Coast Guard. You know, even if this is the the village people version of the Navy, I'm pretty sure you're not going to get away with, with shit like that. Exactly. If you ever, if you're ever thinking about being funny and sending it to the government, don't waste your time because they're not going to find anything funny. So <laughs> was it a yeah, I, line from men in black? It was like, we at the FBI do not have a sense of humor. We're aware of. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I was in the army for five years and there's no sense of humor. Not, yeah. not in the ranks. I I was too skinny to get into the army. No bullshit. Really? <laughs> I was I was twenty, and I was I had I had gone in, and basically I had put on I had to put on about ten pounds to make weight low enough to where they'd give me a waiver. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're skinny enough. We can give you a waiver. We'll fatten you up during basic. And yeah, they would. I was, I was actually, basically, I got sick the week before I had to go in and lost everything because I couldn't keep anything down and lost more than I had gained in the, to begin with. And I did not have time to put the weight back on. And so I was way underweight when I went in to weigh in. I was like, nope, tough. <laughs> and then it was, and then they were like, oh yeah, you've got, did you know you have scoliosis? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Like you've got scoliosis and you've got this thing in your legs and you've got this going on. It's like I was not meant to be in the army. <laughs> no, I guess not. How, how much did you weigh? Uh, it's around like a hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty. Oh yeah, and okay. they got me in at six feet, so I had to be one thirty-two to get a waiver. And <laughs> like. <laughs> nope. I, I didn't top 130 until last year. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Like that whole, I'm fat now that I'm actually about 150 pounds. And I remember. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, I still get crap for that. <laughs> it's like, I oh, know. you're so fat. I'm like, shut up. For me, it's fat. I've never weighed this much in my life. It's like, I was 120 pounds since high school. And then suddenly, you know, four kids and it was all in like a year. I gained like 20 pounds in like a year. It was, it tripped me out. Yeah, I was skinny till I was basically 30 at 140. I graduated high school. Got, I graduated basically training and I was 145 pounds. And then I scaled it back down to 140 all the way through the army up until I was 30 and met who would be my wife and had kids and settled and moved to the country and all that crap. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I can only imagine what it'd been like if I'd actually ended up in, in the army because I was going in with a friend of mine. She ended up getting discharged because she had like 15 stress fractures from her hips to her ankles. And Mm -hmm. like they rode that whole, group so hard i think that she said only like five people actually made it through basic training they ended up discharging almost everybody for injuries and i think man like i was not meant to be in the army and you know had i gone in and gone through everything i was supposed to be a a health inspector i was like really going from being a restaurant manager i was like well that's what i know and so i was like and i and i enjoy 
I enjoyed working in restaurants at the time. I had not become jaded with the system. And so I was always going to end up being a health inspector. And they were like, yeah, there's almost nobody that does this. And so the people that have this job, you don't, it's like, yeah, you report to, you have a commander, but it's basically a traveling position because there's only a handful of people in all of the armed services that do this job. And so you travel the world going from base to base and post to post across all the branches to inspect all of their facilities. And this is the job when they talk about traveling the world, this is the job because you have to, cause there's only like 10 of you. <laughs> yeah. But see, I, I, my guess is those people have like zero friends cause you're not in a place long enough to make any friends. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't need friends. <laughs> Especially yes. at the time I have like zero <laughs> friends. I've made all my friends in podcasting. <laughs> that's <it. laughs> yeah. That's all I've done recently. I've been in Arizona for over 10 years now. And it's the same thing. I have no friends other than you and Chris and a couple other podcasters I know out here who is kind of limited on contact, you know? So yeah, exactly. It's like my, all my friends are podcasters. That's it. That's just the way that kind of just happened. And we've like, never I'm, I'm met okay. in person. Exactly. <laughs> Not yet. Food stock, man. Food stock. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause Rihanna was like, I'm perfectly fine with. You know, you inviting your, your podcast friends out and we can all meet in a nice, safe public location. <laughs> I don't have a gun with me. I don't, I don't think they're allowing firearms. I don't know. It's, it's touchy. It's Arizona. You, exactly. There's guns everywhere. Right. Exactly. And you know, if you don't uh, do a body cavity search, you might not find it on some of those people. Just saying, you know, I'm going to go with how big is your gun versus how big is your cavity? <laughs> right. right jumping back onto something a little less disturbing oh yeah <laughs> oh this might actually be helpful uh man believes prescription painkillers turned him gay oh i saw that story <laughs> i saw it and so apparently there's this guy who got prescribed lyrica and i've only known of lyrica to be for like fibromyalgia yeah. which is like when you see the the commercials for it, it's like it is believed that fibromyalgia is this. So it's it's even a hypothetical disorder to begin with. It's like this is a theoretical pain that we're dealing with. We can't even prove that it exists. So we mm -hmm. think that these meds work on it like this. <laughs> right. But uh, for yeah. one guy, <laughs> oops, I'm gay now. Oh my god. It's like, oh, I'm taking my Lyrica. I'm I'm no longer attracted to my wife and I and I want to spend more time with guys and I'm more attracted to guys. And you know, low like decreased sex drive is a common uh, side effect in a lot of medications. You see that all the time. Right. That doesn't make you gay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're you know, hell, I mean how many pills is it where they're saying, yeah, uh, you know, decreased sex drive and all this, that, that just happens. How about just the ones that end in death, possible yeah. death or stroke? <laughs> what? <laughs> Was, I forget the name of that one pill where it's like treating depression, but one of the side effects is suicidal thoughts and, and death. I'm like, I'd rather be sad. <laughs> it's all right. No it's, I'm just mopey. I'd rather be mopey than want to fucking kill myself. Thanks. No. <laughs> Yeah, there's no the benefit to suicide. Gonna, yeah, I was like, oh, so it's like I'm gonna get depressed, and it's like I'm gonna go from depressed to wanting to kill myself, or the pills will just do it for me. Thanks. <laughs> like, fuck you, pill. 
<laughs> right. I'll just be sad. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but really, oh, hey, Erica made you gay. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that pill over the the death pill. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And uh, did you hear about Vern Troyer? Maybe? I did. Uh, that, I didn't read into it. I don't know what the cause of death was. It was just kind of like, oh shit. Yeah, he's not gay, or he wasn't gay, but yeah, he he did kill himself. And I, I oh the, shit, really? The, everything, yeah. Well, everything I read it seems to lean towards he had depression and is a possible suicide, but they're not saying yet. I mean, I when I saw he lived to forty nine, I was like, a this is a a quote unquote little person who lived to forty nine, yeah. and you know most people don't realize that it's it's kind of like people who are not of normal again big air quotes normal uh, proportions, like yeah. if you're a dwarf or if you're a giant, typically those conditions come with a shortened lifespan. Right. So the fact that he lived to almost fifty, but he's also been through rehab a bunch of times. He had yep. admitted you know, drug and alcohol problems. Like, dude, you live to 49 with all the fucked up shit in your life. Damn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, thanks for all the memories and fun, Vern. It was a joy to have you around. Right. Yeah. Way I wanted to, to throw drag that it down, too. Mike. <laughs> no, I wanted to, uh, you know, be like, oh, oh, since we're talking about dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, like since we're talking about death, did you hear about that last guy, that famous guy who killed himself? <laughs> I posted up on when I saw that he had died. I'd actually posted up on, and I think it was in the the Facebook group. Like it's starting to feel awfully 2016 around here. It, it, oh, yeah. I mean, in the last couple of weeks, it's just been celebrities dying left and right. I know, and wrestler too, yeah. uh, Dino Sanmart or something Sanmart. No, like whoa! I used to watch him on TV. Yeah. <laughs> The actors and musicians. I, mean, I don't know this this uh, DJ, this like Swedish EDM guy, but apparently he was a big name. I don't follow that particular musical style, so I'm not as familiar with him. I know Gareth and Bex uh, mentioned him on their show this week. Yeah, I heard that. And it was, it was like, I don't know who you are, man, but another, you know, another famous person is dropping dead. I'm like. You know, it, it, it caught me off guard with, uh, with Harry Anderson. Yeah. And like, I'm blanking like everybody else because it would all kind of came across really quick. It was like one of those, they come in threes and I'm thinking like, who was number three? It's like, oh shit. It's like, yeah, we're like five and six and like they're, they're just stacking up. And it's almost again, I'm feeling very 2016. You're almost afraid to look up and see Betty White's name come across the headlines. <laughs> right. So it's a good Betty thing White's we're not, not famous. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're not famous, you know. No, we'll never die. <laughs> See the headline, Mike Joel, it's died on live while recording. <laughs> like yeah, he was 312. Because yep. <laughs> nobody knew who he was. Yep. Betty Wade, however. Yeah, no, she should never die. Treasure. Yep. I'm going to say, and That's I said it is. back when Michael Jackson died, like, the world is going to shut down when Michael Jackson dies. And it fucking did. <laughs> Everything shut down when Michael Jackson died. And when Betty White died, it's going to be the same thing. Like I think it will be stop. worse. Oh yeah, I was like because she's, I mean, she's older than she's like the oldest celebrity, really. And and it's yeah. and it's crazy to like think that what she does and that she, you know, what was it, eighty eight or eighty nine, the oldest person to host SNL. 
you know, right. and everything. She was like, the world will, the world will collectively mourn probably worse than Michael Jackson, worse than Prince when mm-hmm. Betty White dies, just because they, it's like, we didn't think she actually could. <laughs> right. Exactly. At this point, it's like, we just thought that she was actually legitimately immortal. <laughs> yeah. Her passing will be on par, maybe a step below Robin Williams. Because Robin yeah. Williams was such a shock, and nobody really knew what was going on with the poor man. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it'll be just a step below. And Robin Williams, I mean, honestly, to this day, when I see the movies, it still it yeah. cracks me up a little bit. You know, just like, I get teary-eyed just thinking about him. Yeah. And I think the biggest shock with Robin Williams was that, like, that he killed himself. And everyone's like, you know, if he died of some, like, crazy medical thing, or even if he died from, like, a drug overdose since he'd had the history there. But yeah. like, no, he killed himself, and it was like, yeah. "Oh shit, what?" Right. You know that that <laughs> I think that was probably the biggest shock for the whole world. You know, and it's like they always talk about comedians being like some of the most depressed people. It was like, yeah, it's an outlet for your depression. It's to make other people laugh. You know, right? That's why I do this. <laughs> like I'm you're, not this you're happy. Sad. I'm just like, I, this is where I turn my, I switch that bipolar button over and like, Hey, let's be a fucking psycho for an hour a week. And then the rest of the time I can be all, all, all sad and mopey. No, I'm not all sad well, exactly. and mopey. But. Uh, can you imagine a podcast where the host or hostess was just pissed off and angry all the time and all he did is piss and moan about everything? I mean, it would be the most ignored podcast, maybe past mine that anybody would ever not listen to, you know? That's what I do. Oh, <laughs> no, but see yours, yours has humor behind it. You know, if, if the truth was actually out about what we were into and all that sort of stuff, people might be like, Oh, wait a minute. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, for, for comedian to, to be depressed or sad or lonely. Yeah. I'm not entirely too surprised by it, but you know, it's a, uh, it's, it's a tragedy in life that brings out the best in people or the worst, whatever the case may be. And hopefully a tragedy can bring out some humor, which is way more fun than crying about everything. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you learn. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedian and I just don't have the time. <laughs> it's much like I started this show because I wanted to write a book, but I don't have the time or the patience to write a book. But I can sit here and yak for an hour. And it's like I could get up on stage and do comedy. And even listening to like, uh, John from Brand X, he actually did like an open mic thing and they played it on the show this last week. And oh, cool. he just got up and, and burned all the other comics that were sucking ass the rest of the night. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, that's what three double Jack and Cokes will do. You can go up and talk shit about anybody. It's like, I can, I can improv stuff all day. I mean, that's what I do here every week. Yeah. There's a comedian I know, uh, uh it's Ramsey something. But anyway, his his whole basis of his comedy, and I've never heard his comedy, so I don't know if it's good. His whole basis is never repeat a joke. Like, oh fuck, that's hard. I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah, I mean, like, it sounds like an interesting theory. Yeah, I just don't know how you could pull it off. I even Carlin repeated jokes, and that guy yeah. was fucking amazing. I mean, you repeat jokes, and I mean, half of the you know you're repeating jokes is you're touring. It's like you put together a set because if you don't, you know, if you really don't know what you're going in with. Like, yeah, if you have, if you're completely improvising everything, it's, it's easier to, to not necessarily repeat a joke, but most people can't do that. Like, you kind of have to, you got to tinker and you got to tell the joke a different way here, or you've got to, you got to know what you're going in with because 
And you're like, oh, I've got 10 minutes. I got to fill. I've got four jokes. Right. <laughs> we got to work this. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love to get into comedy. This is the closest I'm probably ever going to get to comedy unless I can drag you and Chris all out and we all go do like, it's the SMF comedy night. It's the fucking surprise <laughs> comedy festival with these three jackasses. <laughs> right. Hold on, guys. I got to edit this pause. I got to edit this part for a second. Okay. Let's <laughs> go back to it. And the crowd's like, this is live, you dumbass. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'd love to do something like that with you guys. But the funniest thing is that we're all introverted as hell and none of us would want to go out in public. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like going to work, but I don't like talking to people really. I mean, at all. Yeah. If it's not my family or somebody I'm real tight with, forget it. I don't, don't chat with me online. I don't care. I, I just tell me to have a nice day. Like, uh, there's a Sonic up the road and it was just a regular night, nothing different, but we went to go get the slushy things or whatever. And they, very nice kid said okay have a nice day i'm like yeah okay whatever because <laughs> yeah, everyone gives me crap I, because i tend to nod at people in drive-thrus <laughs> yeah i don't want the interaction just take give me my shit take my money go bye yeah but that's why we podcast right because we're yep. not exactly you know that's part we're, of it i believe it's it's the social stuff yep all right but because i think we've we've derailed into death so far we need to get back all right. Now, I put up a poll for it this week because I just couldn't decide myself. So, out of all the stories we've, we've, we've kind of talked about, <laughs> um, the winner this week, and I have to say, and I love, I love when I do a poll because I can, you know, say it's a winner. Uh, if you want to be the winner of the jackass of the week, <laughs> <laughs> goes to the president of Uganda. Yay! <laughs> Who wants to ban oral sex? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Wrong. Yeah. That guy's getting ousted. <laughs> How the hell? Like, never mind the, this is a bad idea. How do you enforce that? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like we're going to walk around, just start knocking. <laughs> What's this? They're sucking cock in there. <laughs> That's how they sound in Uganda. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. <laughs> hey, I have a question. So if, if they want to ban oral, are, is anal okay? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know how they swing in Uganda. <laughs> it's, it's really questioned. Like, I, you know, you, you get into these countries and, and other parts of the world. And when they start talking about banning sex stuff, you start wondering why. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like, Maybe they're banning oral sex as a safety precaution because they're just all about the anal sex and they're not necessarily the most hygienic country. Right. Yeah. You know. Or maybe there's a problem with uh, too much stretch marks around the mouth. It's it's unattractive <laughs> and nobody wants to go to Uganda. Like I was going to avoid the, 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 once you go black, you, you know, need a tonsillectomy, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> See, that's why having you here helps because you're taking these things in a much dirtier direction than I would have gone with. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I, typically, I typically end up rolling over to the ass somehow. I don't know why, but it's just the most shocking thing you could almost say out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't get like why would you want to ban oral sex if that that's a bad political decision? Shit. <laughs> I think in this country, that gets you impeached. 
Exactly, exactly. And who does not enjoy a bit of that, you know? I, I mean, come on. It's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's harmless because, I mean, everybody who's taken sex ed, they've got those, they show you those slides of somebody who got genital warts in their mouth because they weren't being careful and whatnot. But that's also your dumbass fault for not looking. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you're going to go and give the cauliflower BJ. No. <laughs> right. But other, I don't under, justify this. I'm go ahead. Justify it. I'll let me hear your argument. But other than that, no, <laughs> you're going to lose. <laughs> You're going to yeah. lose and you're going to get uh, removed from office or lynched <laughs> one or the other. Yeah. Or, or laughed out of office. That might be Laugh, another option. Yeah. Laughed out of office yeah. is another very strong argument. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm surprised Bill Clinton wasn't laughed out of office. He was kind of a hero. If you think about it, that man was the greatest liar in the history of lying, you know, with between his, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And what that depends on what your definition of is is. How can yeah, you deflect exactly. that well? He's amazing. Yeah, and it's like all. I mean, the whole issue is always like, no, don't lie to Congress about the blowjob. Lie to your wife. And right. He's like, hey, and like, I, I will stand by every other comic that said it. This was Hillary's fault. She should have been taking care of her business. But at the same time, really, I'd have picked Monica too. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you see Monica Lewinsky now, and she's she's quite attractive. Oh, she really? really wow. Is yeah, she's uh, aged well. She is. She's. I think anybody will agree she's far more attractive than Hillary Clinton. Oh well, that's that's <laughs> that's not too hard. There's a song out there called uh, "Bimbo Number Five, uh, where it's a uh, Bill Clinton <laughs> singing it. So check it out. It's like Mambo Number Five, but Bill Clinton singing it. Fucking funny. <laughs> I was going to try and roll and, and do that, but I don't think I could successfully pull off a Bill Clinton right now. <laughs> no, I can't either. I I would do crappy. Like, give me give me some time to prepare and I could probably pull off Bill Clinton, but <laughs> it's a, it's one of those where you get it right or you just totally screw it into the ground. Yeah. yeah. Much like Bill and most of his secretaries. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, I the zingers, man. I I can hit those. <laughs> exactly. Can hit the back of the throat. Oh, <laughs> that's why they call me Phil. <laughs> I'm gonna drive everybody away because of the level. I don't normally do toilet humor, but you know, I also don't normally talk to people, so you know, that's what right. Yeah, we may we we may have just destroyed your core audience. I'm not sure. It's like I've successfully managed to drive away the handful of people that will listen to me. <laughs> I'd say I'm sorry, but they aren't listening anymore. <laughs> but I guess we can successfully call uh, the president of Uganda a jackass. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to get to the reason I brought you on here in the first place with this week's recommended listening feature, Afterburn 739. Woo! Hi, this is Emily Prokop from The Story Behind, which is a podcast about the extraordinary history behind the ordinary. What does that mean? It means whenever my ADHD gets the best of me, I begin to wonder the stories behind everyday objects. This is the story behind sporks, behind chewing gum, behind hoodies, places. This is the story behind Mount Rushmore. This is the story behind speakeasies. 
four people. This is the story behind Uncle Sam. This is the story behind Betty White. Everything has a backstory. And from what I've noticed from doing the show, not everything is as plain and simple as history books may have you believe. Join me Mondays and Thursdays on your favorite podcast app or at thestorybehindpodcast.com. And thanks for listening. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin. We are the Epic Film Guys, and we'd like just a moment of your time to talk about an extremely important event coming up this May. Last year, we hosted the live stream for The Cure, a 12-hour live stream fundraiser where we raised $2,500 for the Cancer Research Institute. 86 cents out of every dollar raised goes to research toward finding a cure. And this year, we're aiming to smash that goal, and we need your help to do it. Join us from May 18th through the 20th for 30 hours of amazing live stream content from us and a whole host of amazing podcasters who will be joining us to try to reach $5,000. For more information, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. Recommended listening. Leo. Cute kitty. Mad as hell, Midgey. Fucking Cobra. This is fucking Fez. Are you- Two in the pink and one in the stink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've tried to stop swearing, but I can't. What is an Amish woman's favorite sexual fantasy? What? Two men a night. <laughs> I bet you he smoked himself retarded 20 minutes ago. Say, yeah. <laughs> I don't have enough preparation time for my throat to do that. <laughs> G off Gaylord. I'll, I'll help you with that. Hold on. What do I have to do? Lick your twat? Oh, no. It, it, it didn't hurt. I just, I was just very aware that something she went on. dropping there. out of your ass. I was no. just wet and confused. <laughs> yeah. No. Tickle my taint. Let me soap it up, shove it up my ass. <laughs> Thanks. Do they make chapstick for your asshole? Wow. How old are we? Every time she says log, we all giggle. Chocolate log. I know. <laughs> Good night, podcast. <laughs> this week's uh, recommended listening feature, and I, I listened to the I listened to Afterburn seven thirty nine, but you know you devoted an entire episode to these guys. I have yes, I've done actually like four or five audio bits just for certain people. <laughs> And that's why I wanted you here. It was like, I was like, you know what? Because I'm doing all the features this, uh, right now about all of the guests from the live stream for the cure. And like, with everybody else that's involved in it, we're all a little bit lighter, you could say. 
I mean, there's a lot of movie guys and, and things like that, but Afterburn is their, their own creature. And right. to see that they're being involved in this, they're like, they're going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be curious. It's going to be interesting to hear how their whole, their block goes. But, you know, again, you're, you're so much more of a fan and, and been a fan of theirs for longer. I kind of was like, I'm going to turn this over to Mike because Mike can tell, can tell you Afterburn and he can sing the praises of Afterburn far better than I can. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Adam. Adam, this is, I swear to God, my absolute favorite podcast out there. They are nutty. The stuff they talk about is just off the wall. There's like no script. I don't know how they do this and make it funny each and every week. I've never not laughed during a show. Uh, you got Leo. He is definitely the boss. Without Leo, it's a, it's a different animal, but Leo keeps things afloat. You have Kitty, his wife. You have Fez. Uh, there was a Jackie, but uh, not anymore. That's a long story. And you have Cobra and Midge. For anybody who doesn't know, after uh, the characters of Afterburn 739 is based on Adam. I haven't a clue. <laughs> the sev- that 70s show. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even make the connection because I'm dumb like that. It's one of those things that like once I like and like the Fez thing, I got the Fez thing. But yeah, and I, I didn't even make the fucking connection. God, I'm stupid. <laughs> it's a, I, I had to be told to. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but these guys, they're hilarious. I've I, I've been listening to them not quite since the beginning because they started before I did or after. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I didn't. I haven't heard it all. It is just a fabulous show. I've even edited a couple of their shows, so I've had early listens before everyone else did. And what you hear broadcast or podcasted is exactly how they are on the show. Uh, I've also been in the in the turkey bucket gallery, which meant I was just listening while they did their show, and they tried to get me fired because <laughs> I was listening at work. So, <laughs> so they're just an awesome group of people. I I sing their praises as much as I can, and I even have an Afterburn seven thirty nine sticker on my car. Nice. That reminds me, I need to mail your stickers out <laughs> from last week because yep. you were actually the first person to to respond to my question last week. Yes, and, and then I told the world. And you told the world, and I still didn't get a, a whole five. <laughs> Are you serious? I, oh technically, God, technically, I got five, uh, but one of them was Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts, and she actually got the stickers that she just won from the hundredth episode, like the day after. So okay. I was like, I told her, I was like, well, you aren't. And she's like, I didn't want a prize <laughs> so, because she's, she's just sweet that way. And it was funny, but I was like, it was, yeah, it was you. And it was, uh, Chris, the mole man. And then Heather and Derek from the sometimes geek podcast and Nicole from, uh, Washington DC. And she's just a listener. And I was the craziest. I was like, holy shit. I have just listeners that aren't actually podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> I this is the crazy, this. trippiest thing. But she actually reached out and was like, "Hey, is, am I too late to get a sticker?" And like, and I just asked her, "It's like, how are you doing?" She answered, and there, now you get a sticker. <laughs> so I, nice. I got to get all those mailed out too. But I got to get, yeah, I got to get all your stuff mailed to you and Chris and and Derek and and Nicole. And it's, you know, like, yay! <laughs> Still need the fifth. <laughs> Still need the fifth. <laughs> but 
all that aside, it's it's been fun. It's been it's been a mess. <laughs> it has been a complete mess of talking to you, man. Yeah, um, well, good luck with this one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some big boy editing on this show. I right. don't, man. I I have no clue how this is gonna sound when it comes out. <laughs> but it's it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm gonna. It'll be a blast. <laughs> Yeah, I've, uh, I, I was, it was. It's cool to be on here. I'll try to recoup some of your lost listeners. Maybe get you some new ones. Maybe even a sponsor. Who knows? Yeah, I, I worry about your sponsors, man. <laughs> oh, I think I, I need to. I need to do some voices for you, man, because you do some that are great. Cool. I'm, I'm going to say it, man. Your Gilbert Godfrey sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Every time I hear that ad, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna. Maybe if I actually punch him in the throat, he'll sound like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that's why I did it. It was like Beavis and Butthead. All voices and impersonations are done very poorly. We know yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> like South Park. Every actual celebrity on there is voicing a turkey or a cat or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I've got to go be an adult again. But it, it's All been right, so cool. awesome having you on here, man. Uh, real quick. Tell all of the listener where they can find you. All right. I'll tell that one person. I mean, granted, that's usually you, but yeah, right. I mean, you know. <laughs> um, my podcast is The Mike Jolich Show. can be found on iTunes or Apple Play or whatever the hell they're calling it. Uh, it's also on Spreaker.com. That's where I started from. So I have a little bit of loyalty to them. I'm also on the Twitter, and it is at Mike Jolich, just the way the name is. And if anybody does want to call, now, Adam, I know uh, a podcaster getting a phone call is tough, but I'll put the number out there anyway, because maybe someone will just yell, I'm an idiot. I don't know. But the number is 701-484-3657. It's a Google number, and it is 701-HUGE-MJS. <laughs> I do that every show, and I love it. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my welcome to that I did one time, and it just kind of became a thing, and Rihanna still makes fun of me for it. <laughs> It's like all of all of my little quirks like that. It's like I did it and it became a thing and now I have to do it. <laughs> right. And that's what happened with my Konichiwa bitches. Yeah. Because I'm like, I wanted to say something different. I mean, I had uh, Maori and German and Latin, all those other languages. Like, how do I make it just slightly Mike-ish? Oh, let's call everybody bitches. Yep. That's right, bitches. <laughs> that's true. All of those people that turned this off. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, this has been the greatest hour that no one will ever hear. Exactly. <laughs> it's only taken two hours to do. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. It's, it's been a blast. Thank you so much. Uh, no problem, man. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you again to Mike Jolitz for joining me this week. Through all the chaos, he agreed to basically be my guinea pig for this first guest spot. Uh, you can find Mike along with Chris the Mole Man and myself at surprisemeffort.com. And you can get in touch with me by emailing show at odddadoutpodcast.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at odddadout. And get all the show notes, back episodes, and all of that fun stuff at odddadoutpodcast.com. And while you're out there, click one of those little subscribe links, share it with a friend, pop it up on your social media, spread the word. If you've made it this far, you've got to like me a little bit. But 
it's been a blast. Look forward to more, hopefully a little more organized uh, guest spots. I know we've got coming up in a couple of weeks, we've got the Epic Film Guys on to talk about the live stream for The Cure. You remember, you can donate in advance, livestreamforthecure.com. And until next week, I'm still Adam Higgins, the odd dead out. Thank you and good night. Good night.